Good morning. Welcome to the Cone Phone. I'm the Cone. Grant Cone. That's what they call me. Uh, went out to dinner last night. My wife met Tim from Castro Valley. Shouted me out at Case and Don. Really good Japanese restaurant in San Leandro. Shout out San Leandro for just being a really underrated town. I'll be taking some calls for the next hour, hour and a half. First, I want to talk about something on my mind. You can respond if you want, or we can talk about other things. But <clears throat> I want to talk about the Niners' two timelines. Like the Warriors had two timelines with, you know, the, core, the championship core and the youngsters on the bench. Well, the Niners don't have a championship core, but they do have two timelines. It's very interesting to me. Uh, this quarterback room, what they've told us this year is they have a championship roster. They've been telling us this for four years. They have a championship roster, a championship window. And because the team is so good, that's why they have to have a cheap quarterback room. That's the key to winning a Super Bowl. Cheap quarterback room. These three quarterbacks they happen to have, all promising, you know, all have talent and uh, reasons to feel hopeful about their future. One's 23, the other one's 23, the other one's 25. So the Niners are telling us that the best way to win a Super Bowl with, with a win-now roster is with two 23-year-olds and a 25-year-old in your quarterback room. Okay, um, you know, I, I, can, I can dig it. You know, it's cheap and it allows you to go spend in other positions. But let, let's just back up for a second. And before we spend all offseason arguing about which 23-year-old is the best candidate to, to win a Super Bowl this year or 25-year-old, let me just tell you, in the history of the sport, NFL, since the merger, these are the quarterbacks who won a Super Bowl when they were younger than 28. Let's put the bar at 28. So 27 and younger. Aaron Rodgers did it when he was 27. Not before. Troy Aikman did it when he was 26. Terry Bradshaw did it when he was 26. Joe Montana did it when he was 25. Russell Wilson, 25. Tom Brady, 24. Patrick Mahomes, 24. Ben Roethlisberger, 23. Eight quarterbacks in the history of the sport since the merger have won a Super Bowl before they were 28. One guy did it when he was 23. Roethlisberger. Niners have two guys. Those are the, t the top two guys in their depth chart are both 23. I like Trey Lance. I like Brock Purdy. I like both of them. What are the odds that one of them is going to win a Super Bowl this year? I mean, the history of the league set would indicate really freaking low. Okay, but what about Sam Darnold? He's not much better. He's 25. He'll be 26 this year. If he wins the Super Bowl at 26, he would join Brady, Mahomes, Roethlisberger, Russell Wilson, Joe Montana, Terry Bradshaw, Troy Aikman as the only quarterbacks who've ever done that. I don't know. When you look at it that way, doesn't it kind of seem like the Niners are spinning their wheels? You have this great team, but you don't have the quarterback to match it. If you want to win a, quarter, uh, win a Super Bowl with a great team and a functional quarterback who's just a cog in the machine, it's never going to be a young guy. All the young guys I mentioned are great quarterbacks. Hall of Famers, future Hall of Famers. The worst one there is Russell Wilson, who's been to the Pro Bowls a, a bunch of times. A really, really excellent quarterback. One of the best of his generation. If either you have a generational youngster on your team, I don't care what he's making, or you got to get a vet. Nick Foles was 29 when he won a Super Bowl. Brad Johnson was 34. So, I don't know. It just feels like the, the Sam Darnold thing's a waste of time. Yeah, he's older. He's got a little bit more experience, but he's still too young. You need someone who's like 30. Marcus Mariota would have been better. He's 30. He's played playoff games. He's won a playoff game. 
I don't know. I just keep going back to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's the team that John Lynch won a Super Bowl with. That team is similar to this team. They're great defense. They had Trent Dilfer as their coach, for a, as their quarterback for a very long time. He was the Jimmy Garoppolo of that era. Not good enough. Although he left Tampa, went to Baltimore, and immediately won a Super Bowl with the Ravens. So maybe that's what Jimmy's going to do this year with the Raiders. I doubt it. But it could happen. So they get rid of Dilfer. They replace him in Tampa with Sean King. Rookie. Goes to the NFC Championship game as a rookie. Sound familiar? Is he there, Brock Purdy? So they, he loses. But they stick with him. For a year, year two, not the guy. Bring in Brad Johnson at 33 years old. Who's the Brad Johnson on this team? They don't have one. They want a Brad Johnson. They want to win that way. They don't have that guy. Who is the Brad Johnson in the NFL right now? I don't know. Is it Matt Ryan? He's a little bit older than Brad Johnson when he got to Tampa. Is it Andy Dalton? I mean, really. That's the kind of guy you're looking for, right? A slight upgrade over Jimmy Garoppolo, who's a vet. You brought in Sam Darnold? I mean, yeah, he might have a, a bright future. All these guys have a bright future. But when, when are they going to win a Super Bowl, if ever? This year. You keep telling me it's a win-now team. Got the youngest quarterback room of all the win-now teams. Is youth the way to go at quarterback? And I mean, if you have Trevor Lawrence, sure, by all means. Jalen Hurts, you think you have an MVP candidate? Great. Do the Niners? Or do they just have Sean King? I don't know. You tell me. Let's take calls. Hadiz Muhammad. What it do? How's it going, Gordon? How you doing? Not bad. Uh, I recently was on uh, a podcast the other day, and I went back and forth with this guy. He's a Flay fan, and he likes that. He likes Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't like Jimmy Garoppolo, but he did prove this one point that I did overlook. What the Niners gave for Trey Lance, they could have easily gotten a veteran quarterback that would have won them the Super Bowl these last two years. Would you agree mm -hmm. to that? Well, I remember what uh, Vish suggested years ago on this channel. Like the first thing he ever said when he came on my show was, hey, the Niners should really go get Matthew Stafford. Then they yeah. lost to Matthew Stafford in the NFC Championship game. Oh, if they had gotten man. Stafford or Brady, and who were both within their grasp, they would have had Super Bowls by now. They should have had Super Bowls by now. Well, it was weird because they didn't, pushed for Tom Brady as they should have and they did push for Matthew Stafford but they wanted Rodgers not as hard as they year. not as hard as they pushed for McCaffrey right yeah, which is weird they yeah the Rams offered a pretty heavy offer but what the Rams got was a Super Bowl and a mess but let's say something crazy let's say something crazy let's get crazy let's get crazy so they, they would have won with Brady obviously they would have won with Stafford yes you know who else they might have won with Jared Goff no, that's that's Dude, too bold. Have you, have you looked at his numbers the last two? He doesn't turn the ball over Gar anymore. He throws for like 4,500 yards a year. Like He's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. All you got to do is give him a little time and space to work with, which Detroit does. They have a but great offensive line. Jared Goff was part of a package deal with Matthew Stafford. So I know. Like, the, the, the Lions basically got him for nothing. Didn't the, did, did, did the, yeah. the, the Rams essentially paid the Lions to take him? Like, please. Yeah. yeah. Like, All right. They were just like, yeah, cool. I don't, I don't, we don't want this guy anymore. He's better than Stafford now. The quarterback that I want to focus on is not Stafford, is Brady, because I really believe during that year when the Niners went up against the Rams, Brady would have won that game. Brady would have got them a Super Bowl. I don't yeah. think, I don't think, Jimmy, of course, in that fourth quarter, I guess the offensive line fell apart, but you had a 10-point lead going into the fourth quarter. Brady would have won that game. Jimmy 
Jimmy's just yeah, so obviously. Obviously. Jimmy look, Jimmy had a lot of opportunities. Um, I don't think he was good enough. I think uh, for a lot of reasons. He got hurt. He couldn't move. He was cutting down the turnovers, but he got hurt again. And I think uh, that's going to – look, if the Raiders keep him healthy, then we're all going to have to eat a lot of words about Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, but I honestly believe that his complete – he's so slow, and I think that's – you really got to have the best offensive line in the league to keep him up, kind of like with Goff. Yeah. Um, and I don't think the Raiders have that, so we'll see. Another um, topic I wanted to bring up is Trey Lance. I'm a huge advocate for Trey Lance. I think he is the, I think he's the unsung hero of the Niners. If he does, if the Niners will win a Super Bowl, it will because it will be because of Trey Lance, right? Hmm. The quarterback that I just want to go over real quickly, Brock Purdy, because next year is the very pinnacle year for him. Because even if he does start. The Niners' first two opponents, they are expected to be, like, easy wins, right? But let's say Brock Purdy loses one of those games. You're, like, you're kind of you're kind of in a tricky situation. If the Niners were to start Brock Purdy, how do you think the season will start? Oh, man, I that's a big hypothetical. I don't know. I, I feel like whoever starts that game week one's in a tough spot because Niners start slow and the, and the uh, Steelers don't. It's a tough one. Yeah, Steelers are Whoever hot, wins right? that competition could be, you know, losing the competition could be benched by week two if, if the Niners are reactionary. Be interesting. And real yeah. quick, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer on Trey. I just want to say I'm I'm a huge I got like a Trey Lance jersey right behind me. I I think he's a great quarterback, but regardless, even if he starts this year, the expectation that he will be a great quarterback is flawed. He needs at least one year to play with this team and I, to see what he's got. Because Trey, when he did start those four games for the Niners, it was it was up and down. He had a bad interception, a rookie mistake. But I don't think if Trey was to start this year, it would be a mistake because I don't think he would win. I don't think he would win as much games or, and I know this is going to piss you off, I don't think he'll be as good as Brock Purdy. He's just not. Right now in his career, he's not better than Brock Purdy. Okay. Hadiz, thank you very much. Good call. Yeah. Take it easy. You, you too. Um, I keep going. Like my, my theme of the day is I'm not trying to get caught up in the who's better, Brock or, or Sam or, or Trey. Like we're talking 23. Like they could all be great. You know, they could all have a ton of promise. Are you telling me one of these guys going to win a Super Bowl this year? Like Brock, Brock was great last year. He didn't get it done. I, make whatever excuse you want to make. His own coach said he didn't step up in the pocket. He didn't get it done. Trey could be great this year. Is he going to get it done? Is he going to get it done? Is he? I don't know. I, uh, Tom Brady would, or would have. Like that—that's the team you built, right? You're trying to. You're in year four of the revenge tour. You're in a win now team. Trent Williams, thirty-five, and you're and you're looking at like really inexperienced quarterbacks at the most important position. And we're all arguing about which one's the best. Like, what about what if none of them is right for now? Again, Joe Montana won his first Super Bowl at twenty-five. When Steve Young was 25, he was 2-12 and 12 in Tampa Bay. These things take time at quarterback. Karan, Karan, what's up? How are you? How are you? Good, man. We both gonna... going with the, little, with the little today, you know. You know yeah. Super, yeah. Yep. yep. Am I going to see you in Pittsburgh week one? Yes. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I'll, yep. I'll, I'll message you. We'll, we'll get something going. Yep. Definitely. Um, so, listen, I uh, – just looking at, you know, the Vegas odds, you know, to me, it, it looks like Vegas thinks the Eagles and the Niners and everyone else is 
a step below, even after the draft, I think, you know, what really surprised me was the Eagles lost a lot of their firepower, but they look like, you know, they look like they reloaded properly in the draft, right? They look like they did a good job in that piece of it. And I think the 49ers are caught in between going all the way or Mm -hmm. staying relevant. And I think, you know, and building for the future, the two timelines. I, well, you know, as I'm a little bit older and some of these younger viewers haven't really seen like the down years when I was in my twenties and early late yeah. 1920, it was like 10 years of really, really bad football with the yeah. 49ers. And now that they're yeah. relevant again, I, I certainly enjoyed spending my high hard money and going to watch, you know, road games and watching them win. Now, if they if they're not as good, or if they if the product itself is like you know average, then you know that's going to hurt Jed's bottom line. And I think you're seeing this dynamic switch where they're trying to say that they're relevant and they're going all the way, but are they without a quarterback that started that's, more than? Yeah. That's what I'm looking at, man. Like I don't care. You can talk about your roster all you want to talk about, but I'm looking at your quarterback room and I'm seeing. Four starts, eight starts, Sam freaking Darnold. It just doesn't add Come up. On. It just what they're Come saying on. versus what they're yeah. doing. Yeah. Not, but but okay, so Cowboys, Lions, Saints, and Seahawks round up the top six that have a chance to win the Super Bowl. The 49ers could say, Hey, listen, let's just see how it shakes out. We got better odds than any one of these teams, and we can beat any one of these teams at our place. The concern I have is is that I still don't think they've got an answer for the way Philadelphia runs that offense, right? Yeah. And so maybe that pass rush can be great, uh, but I don't think they've got that. Maybe now with the new defensive coordinator, they can kind of be a little bit more aggressive, and we'll see how that works. But Also, I, I think the really Niners like- really struggle against teams that have great offensive lines because the Niners' edge is their D-line. They, they, can, they can overwhelm you. But if they can't overwhelm you on defense, what are they going to – you know? I mean, with with D'Amico, they're very vanilla. So now it will still do more, but their whole defense is built on overwhelming you with four guys. If they can't do that, all of a sudden, they don't look so dominant. They no, don't. And I, I got one last thing that I think it's going to be funny is that I think this year, I wouldn't be surprised if the offense starts quicker, but the defense yeah. takes it until like week eight because you do have the a coaches. new defensive coordinator. You do yeah. have a new philosophy because... Yeah. Sala and D'Amico weren't that different, right? They played yeah. zone. They played very soft. They let their athletes do the work. You know, this guy's going to force the issue. Yeah. And, and this, yeah. you'll either get big plays against you or you'll create big plays. So, And also, don't forget be, how many players this defense has lost. Ebukam, Amenihu, Aziz, yes. uh, Mosley, Ward. That's yeah. five. Yeah. Impact yeah. players. Yeah, impact players and players yeah. that took like yeah. thousand snaps last year. Where are they? Yeah, so the defense could from? ultimately improve, but I mean it's going to be different, and so you might expect some growing pains. Like the offense, they, they won't be. They will not be. I would not be surprised if they're not statistically the number one defense. That they're not right. They that they don't do that again this year. Also, to Bayer Baller 18's point, like D'Amico was a very conservative bend but don't break vanilla solid too. Where now, if if Wilkes wants to be more aggressive, like it's a, it's great. I like it. It's a great in theory. But if it's not working early on, you're going to give up big plays. You're going to give up touchdowns, t- points, which is the whole Grant, reason why D'Amico and Salah are so conservative. Grant, that's the only yeah. honestly, that's the only chance they have to beat Mahomes to beat these 
Herberts Agreed. to beat these quarterbacks. I totally you agree. Gotta press the issue. You They're can't not just do hang. It on offense, you can do that against eighty-five percent of the quarterbacks in the league and win, but not against the best ones. So what's the point? Correct. Yeah, I'm with Nailed you. It. I totally agree. I like. I'll Wilkes. see you in a few months. All right, man. I'll see you too. Have a good one. Later. All right, Chunder Boy is pulled over like a good Chunder Boy. What's up, dude? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing, Grant? I made it. Good. I'm on the Grant Cone phone. I, I made it to the top of the mountain. Where are you driving right now? Where are you? I'm in California. Uh, Auburn, just California. outside of Sacramento. Oh, nice. I like Auburn. I had, to, I had to go get the oil change in the work truck. That's what's up. It seems like you got some pretty good 5G plus service, so let's do it. I do, Verizon. It, oh. it sucks in the mountain area, but... Okay. Sorry. Okay. okay. All right. What's up? So real, real quick, um, although I, I don't always agree with some of your takes, I would like to point out, or at least uh, I would like to say that I don't think you get enough credit for what you do and what you provide in the space. The quality control stick, I hope that's not uh, disparaging to call it a stick. The, the quality control thing that you do is, is amazing. It is, it's, it's such an, uh, an awesome way to kind of present the information the way you do last year, you did a bit where you did, a where you did, you did a coaches meeting with all the 49ers coaches and you, and you, and you basically had sat all of them down. I was like, this is what you need to do. It's one of the best bits that I've seen in the space. It was absolutely terrific. We need another one of those before the season starts this year, right? Thank you for to, to lead into the season. I'll do a, um, an official quality control meeting for the coaches. Yeah, I got you. That will be I, – I, I, I laughed yeah. the entire time. It was terrific. Thank um, you so with all that said, um, now it's time for a little pushback. No, I'm kidding. Um, Push, okay. Okay, so all the under-28 20, co- uh, quarterbacks that you were talking about, yep. which yep. one of them was a star quarterback before they won that Super Bowl? None of them. Mm. We didn't know that any of them were going to be great quarterbacks until they won a Super Bowl. Until they Mahomes, went out, they all did it after Mahomes the fact. And Wilson had had like one playoff run uh, already. I don't remember Terry Bradshaw. I don't remember Troy Aikman. Oh, uh, Terry Bradshaw was terrible. Roethlisberger came out of nowhere. Brady came out of nowhere. I feel like Wilson and Mahomes had one season. Before. I know they did. So, that's so Mahomes point. had an MVP season. Yeah. The, the, his his first year yes. starting and then won one in year two. So he did. I guess he's kind of the outlier. Um, and, and Russell and Wilson was legitimately good his rookie year. Hey, I, I, I feel like he was carried by that defense. The offense didn't score a lot well, of points. They weren't that explosive. He was a terrific game manager. Well, people and, always with, say that about and, Russell Wilson. He's definitely the weakest quarterback yeah. on this list, but he was still yeah. Uh, he could still he still had the best deep ball in the game for a game. But manager. nobody and thought he, nobody thought he was, was going to be a six time Pro Bowler. Yeah, no. But when he was twenty four, dude, he was the quickest quarterback in the league. Man, damn, he was oh, fast. awesome. He was really his good. deep ball yeah. stupid. Yeah, he's yeah. broken my heart with that little spin-out scramble but he so wasn't many the times. reason they won the Super Bowl. He was not the reason they no. won the Super Bowl. And he was a big no. reason they lost the next one. So, to your point, he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. No. Uh, so, maybe. Borderline. So, you're looking at, hey, maybe the Niners can have the next Russell Wilson with Brock Purdy. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So that, or, or, or Lance. Do you think or, Lance. or Lance, yeah. Yeah. But, again, yeah. that's like the Niners trying to shoot the moon. It's like, yo, we got the Super Bowl roster, so let's win in the most difficult way possible. It's like, why? Why? Like, just you, <laughs> you know what I mean? You, like, you, you're the you're the guys that say we can win with any quarterback. All right, man, then just get the vet who's cheap. And, and, like get Andy Dalton. You can win with Andy Dalton. He's a little bit better than Jimmy, right? Isn't he? Thank you. Uh, uh, I don't know. Not not for this system. I don't think he's the red rifle, but he doesn't have the ability. So one of my criticisms of of a lot of the the top quarterbacks, if you will, is that 
to play quarterback in the NFL, yeah, there's guys like Mahomes. He's a unicorn. Okay, you're not yeah. going to get – you can't just go get Mahomes. So uh-huh. to be a successful quarterback in the NFL, first you have to do the easy stuff easy. Like you have to make the easy stuff look easy. Yeah. And then you can allow the special ability to do something extra when it's needed. Right. As, as Eric Crocker likes to say, you don't need a strong arm until you need a strong arm. So it's important to point out that it, it, before you can talk about the special characteristics of a quarterback, as far as his throwing ability, his scrambling ability, he has to actually be good at quarterback first. Right. And so that doesn't really get talked about enough. In the Niners quarterback room, they have one guy who's good at that, Brock Purdy. And he had his, his arm is broken essentially. Like, is Darnold good at playing quarterback? No. They're going to try to change that. Is Trey good? Like, he's he's his nothing. Like, they're going to try to develop him. But again, it's like, man, you didn't want Marcus Mariota. He's 29. He started a playoff game. He's cheap as hell. He's he's better than Sam Darnold. He's older than Sam Darnold. Like, why did you not get Marcus Mariota? Why are you trying to do the Sam Darnold 25-year-old reclamation project when even if that works out, he'll be 32 before he wins a Super Bowl. Like, are you kidding me, Sam Darnold? I'm, I, I don't get that. I just don't get that. Like, fine, Brock and Trey, for sure, great. They both have bright futures. Man, Darnold, no. I just don't. The more I think about it, the more I hate it. I hate it. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I I really, I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't think Dalton's the answer either, though. I'm, he's never won a playoff game. He's been awful in the playoffs. He is the red rifle. He's an I, I'd be good Sam with Mariota. Mariota would I, I think- be fine. I think you have to consider that Marietta might have said no. Uh, the situation that he'd have been walking into, maybe they did reach out and he said no, and they were like, okay, no. on the Sam Darnold, plan B. That's uh, you know, that's, that's possible. So um, so with uh, the Brock Purdy injury and stuff, I wanted to uh, bring something up that I get, I don't think really gets talked about at all. In any of this. I haven't seen anybody talk about it. So once his elbow heals, like structurally the tendon heals, he's not at an at, at a, at a, elevated risk of re-injury from contact at that point the only actual risk of re-injury is from fatigue and it actually is a new injury not a re-injury so once the structural so a week or two from now when he hits that 12-week mark and the elbow is actually structurally healed and he starts throwing again there's no risk of re-injury to contact so that's not really part of the equation and a lot of people are acting like well he has to heal and then we'll see us no once he's healed, it's whether or not he can build up enough arm strength and build up enough uh, arm stamina to actually play an entire game and still be able to grip the ball and throw accurate passes in the fourth quarter. That's the only actual thing. And then also, like I said, the secondary risk is a fatigued joint is easier to damage than one that is not. So that's the actual conversation. It's not about whether he can survive contact. Someone hits his arm. And he's not going to get it. He's going to be in training camp playing with the team. Mark my words. He will have at least a week or two of actual practices with the team taking starter reps before the season starts. Hey, that would be the great elbow injury is not going to prevent it. Chudder boy. Thank you very much. Have a good one. Thank you. I really appreciate your All time, right. Grant. Take care. Rod Simmons says double Debo with cheese McFloppy. Any new names, bro? I got to see him in person first. So I give him a chance to slap me for saying wild stuff. It's fair as fair. You know what I'm saying? Uh, James. Hey, how's it going? Wow. Wow. Look we at made James. it to nap time, man. So we're good. We're good. Oh, you sure? 
Yeah, sure? no, I think we'd wake up. We'll, we'll see. Uh, we, we'll we, see. We'll I, be I'm careful, a, yeah. I got a couple minutes. All right, man, um, what's going on? Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> okay, a few things. So let's go rapid fire over under. How many, okay. let's say, 8.5 games started by Trey Lance? Good question. Over. I hope so. Uh, <clears throat> okay. 3.5 by Pajama Sam. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, over. Oof. Yeesh. Okay. Uh, let's say 6.5 by Brock. Under. I just don't think he's going to play this year. I know the previous caller was really – uh yeah. optimistic about it but the way i see it is like okay so he'll get cleared to start throwing and like it's going to take him a long time to build up the arm strength i would think and then will training can't be over by then will preseason be over by then i just feel like he's gonna be playing catch up all year and yeah. it's just not worth it but i don't okay, think here's the big one here's the big one 0.5 by matthew ryan because <laughs> you know those first three are going to get hurt and you guys are talking about quarterbacks. That's funny. That's funny. Um, Why not bring him in for uh, for a playoff run? He doesn't need honestly, to go through training camp. Honestly, he's better than Sam Darnold, man. Yeah, he is. And he knows the system. At worst, he can coach the other He's two. still around? He's still available, right? Well, I think he signed like a TV contract. But, yeah. I mean, okay. Tom Brady did that two years ago, and he's still available. So. I don't think it's going to happen. He's I'm going to say around. under he's on around. Matt Ryan. I don't think it, – it, it's, it's, it's conceivable, but I'm going to go with under. I think Kyle yeah. doesn't want to look like he's, like, crawling to some veteran for help. I think he wants to win with the 23-year-old. Like or Ben Roethlisberger last year? I mean, they kicked yeah. the tires there. That was weird. They did. They didn't get him, though. Matt no. Ryan? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay, know. last question. Um, with Steve Wilkes, do you think he'll uh, kick Armstead back outside? And, oh, and God, I hope not. solve the edge problem there if, yeah. if we need to because that Mayoko creates an made edge a good problem point. My problem. Well, like yeah. Ugh. Well, he. Why? He what did Mayoko say? Well, uh, I, I think. Um, hold on, real quick. Mayoko said uh, that. What did he say? He was on with Jason Aponte. Oh, the money thing. They want to keep all this money in case they have a ton of injuries, which looking at that schedule and that travel. That might not be a bad idea to keep a lump sum because th- when those guys go down, that extra money needs to go, you know, to these random guys, Brian Allen's that we sign off the street. Um, so that was one hypothesis of his uh, that they keep the money, this what 10 million in cap space or sure. whatever for, makes sense. for an injury. You don't know yeah. who you're going to need to Rainy replace this season. Yeah. Right. I um, mean, last year, like the whole season turned on a trade. So why not? keep that as an option right because you don't know you have a plan for the season it falls apart you're three and two and four a guy you didn't know who's going to be available becomes available you make the trade you you go on a 10 game winning streak like why would you not try to do that yeah it's always on offense too like Manuel sanders jimmy christian mccaffrey like kyle figure it out i thought you were a genius come Um, on man everyone says you're a genius or is it christian yeah well (laughs) i think it's more Christian than Kyle. Um, he's the one who – one of those people went to Stanford. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. But with Steve Wilkes, um, he knows how to uh, – from what I, from what little I've seen, um, you know, 
playing against Mariota last year in the division. He probably yeah. has a plan to stop these mobile quarterbacks. Um, so I Wilkes. don't fear that if, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the plan is to rush five. It's way easier to, to scramble. Think about it. If you rush four against five offensive linemen, there's always going to be one gap that the quarterback can escape through, like between the tackles. If you rush five, there's no gap. It's way well, hard. You have to back out of the gap. offense. What's that? Have that gap be the A gap, and then he'll meet, you know, Fred Warner or someone. Mm. That's the thing, though. That's if you have, not. like, think yeah, about it. If you, have two, if you have two DNs and two uh, D tackles playing three techniques and no one in the A gap, dude, that's, a, that's an invitation for a quarterback draw. That's, like, that's a free six yards. Well, you, you don't line up like that. I mean, that's that. wide open. Yeah, you don't line up like that. But So if you put one guy right. in the A gap and one you guy in the B gap, you always have one thing open. I'm just saying it's way harder to contain a quarter, especially then you take four guys and you widen them out in a wide nine. Good luck keeping a quarterback in the yeah, in the pocket I, like that. I don't love that. But my I used to talk to Sal about it. I was like, man, why, why, why can't you keep these quarterbacks in the pocket? And he's like, well, I mean, it really requires rushing Armstead. a fifth guy. It really requires rushing a fifth guy, and rushing a fifth guy requires playing man-to-man coverage, and that requires having a really shut-down corner. And once they got Jason Verrett, Sal could do that. Then he got hired. His career took off. All because of me. I'm taking credit for Robert Sala's life yeah, at this point. As you yeah. should. As you yeah. should. Um, yeah. So I'm just hoping if Armstead does have to go outside because Yuck. of our lack of depth out there, at least Wilkes will be there to coach him up and teach him. That This is how you keep. Can I tell you why I hate Eric Armstead at DN? He's a really good, he's a really good uh, run defender at DN, but he's an equally good run defender at D tackle. At, at, at DN, he doesn't contain the quarterback. He doesn't rush the quarterback. He doesn't put pressure on the quarterback. But he's a good run defender. It's a passing league. Cleveland Farrell's a good run defender. You need someone who also can contain the quarterback. Ebukam could do that. Yeah. Ebukam could do that. I think Cl- yeah. Farrell can do it. So We'll see. I'm, I'm sneaky kind of. Wait, wait, wait uh, you're, you're, moving, you're moving Armstead to the end to get, to get Kinlaw on the field? No, well, that's the problem, right? Like, I, I'm very bearish you, down yeah. on our D-line, man. It's not yeah. – I don't love our depth. I, oof, it scares me. Yeah, well, Drake Jackson season. See what happens. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for taking right, my Jay. call. Have a good one. That was a very well-behaved baby. Ezio Sanchez says, playing devil's advocate. How dare you? On my show? I'm just kidding. Who are you suggesting we get 28 or older? I, I, I would say Marcus Mariota all offseason. He beat the Niners. He's better than Darnold. He had a higher QBR than Darnold last year. He's more mobile than Darnold. Started a playoff game. Won a playoff game. Also has draft pedigree. I don't know. I just feel like I mean, and then the Eagles got him. Like, they know they know what's up. I think a Super Bowl the next three years is feasible with this team in quarterback room. Yeah, but isn't the isn't the goal this year? Is I thought the goal. I, they keep selling as like, hey man, we got this win now team. We're we're in this really pressed dire situation. We have no patience. Or is it a three year plan? Sean says if Jeff C was Trey's QB coach, uh, would it fixed his mechanics already? Why couldn't this organization fix this in house if they knew it was there? That's what I. That's a great question. Like. A lot of people are saying like, hey, you know, don't blame the 49ers here. Trey Lance injured his index finger. Then he injured his ankle. That just set back the whole process. Now he's making the mechanical changes he would have made if those injuries hadn't happened. I've seen that a lot on Twitter from spreadsheets and such. And it's like, hold on. That totally ignores the fact that Trey Lance changed his quarterback coach this offseason. Why did he do that? Doesn't it kind of seem like the Niners recommended a quarterback coach for him a couple years ago or whatever, and now as they're sort of pushing him out the door, he found a new guy, maybe on his own, Patrick Mahomes guy, and getting results. 
So that's kind of edited out of the whole Trey Lance narrative that he had to find is he had to get a second opinion on his throwing mechanics. He had to find a different coach, a different tutor. That's a mess up. How did the Niners have the wrong guy and take him to year three to get the right guy? That's on them as much as it is on Trey. Right? Because look, Trey can figure this out and have a long career and play until he's 35, but it could be somewhere else. The Niners had a four-year window with him. They wasted two years on the wrong coach. So don't just blame it all on injuries. What about the coach? Yeah, clearly he wasn't good enough. Whoever it was, Quincy Avery, Sean McAvoy, Tom House, whatever, whatever, whoever it was, they weren't getting results. Now they're getting results. Year three, took this long to find it. Don't just blame it on fingers and ankles and stuff. Gammon Brown. Yes, sir. How's it going? What's up? How you doing, man? man? Thanks for dressing Let, up. Th- thank you. you yeah, always, I mean, you always do. I can't believe you actually remembered me. Like it's been like four years. You never remember me, but it seems like now, like, you know, you start to remember me. But uh, listen, I, I've just had two bites. Of, don't do me like that, that Grant. What? The, 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 those those facial. You call smirks. in every time. What are you talking? Forget Gammon Brown. Are you talking about? You call in every time. You always have that nice little background right there. God knows where you really are. I, I can't show that background. Look, it's fair. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I've got nothing but a uh, considerate uh, Trey, Trey Lance's coaching staff. You know, we're, 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 I'm their QC and I'm trying to make sure that we get this right. Good work, we, man. Absolutely. But listen, I, I'm a little hopped up, right? Two bites hopped. of blue chew, two bites of blue chew, and I chase it with a swig of Red Bull. So I'm ready to go. I hope you're amped and ready. That's right. Listen, I can't grow my hair back, but I, I still could be bring the Mac back. Now, what I wanted to ask you was, <laughs> Where do you okay. rank? Yeah, it's a little intense. Where do you rank the 49ers' brain trust against the spread of the NFL? In other words, like which Jeez. NFL front offices do you place above the 49ers' brass? Right, because when I think about it, I'm really, I really think you have to put like Kansas City up there at like number one. A lot of them thought, a lot of people thought they were going to fall off when they lost Tyreek Hill, and mm-hmm. they were still able to produce uh, with the wide receivers. And then when I look at like the Eagles. Two, right? Um, they've they've already won. Uh, that owner, uh, unlike Jed York, has already won like a Super Bowl in these last few seasons. And also, too, what I find interesting is that the last two teams that were in the Super Bowl were also two, the two teams that prioritized the offensive line protecting their quarterback. Now, what I want to look at and what I want to ask you is this. So when the Eagles, right, when they won the Super Bowl, Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. He came in a la kind of like Brock Purdy. He won the Super Bowl for them, but they moved on. Now, do you think that if the 49ers, if that would have happened, let's say Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Alternate universe, let's go into like Marvel phase four. Jimmy Garoppolo would have won the Super Bowl last year. Do you Lifetime think the contract. 49- exactly. Carson Wentz had an MVP caliber year. Moved on. Jalen Hurts got to the Super Bowl, lost, but they saw the value added in being that dual threat quarterback what they kind of see Trey Lance is and then they kind of gave him that extent that extension and it, it, to me when I'm looking at the I'm looking at the 49ers I'm going like are they biting a page and, and that's why I got them in here in this in, in this background where you can't see but when I'm looking at it, I'm going like are you guys stealing biting out of uh, out of Grant's playbook here you know kind of like what you saw uh in some some other movies there because you were you were really big on let's get young quarterbacks Mm-hmm. or cheap, not giving anything, and then fill out the roster because they're going to have to pay Nick Bosa that that kind of like quarterback mm-hmm. money. But you were like really the first one to say, hey, if it was me, Grant Cohn, 
and I mm-hmm. was there, I would draft a quarterback every single year. And just like how we platoon the running yeah. back position, I would platoon the quarterback yeah. position. That's how so, that's how you could build a team, but the Niners didn't build it that way. They built and they're now they're in like they're deep into their, you know, this project. And it's like they're trying they're trying to do it in year seven. Okay, 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 okay. Let, let's get the let's get the cheap young quarterbacks. Like, man, you could have done that seven years ago. Now you got all these guys on their second contract who make a bunch of money, who will veto a quarterback if he loses his first game. Like Trey never got a chance. Like, I don't know, man. You might just need to get a veteran quarterback to seal the deal on this one, considering the team you've built over the last six years. But I don't know. We'll see. Absolutely. And as far as the two timelines that you're talking about that they that, that we're working on, I think the, the 49ers are definitely they're operating on two different timelines, but they're doing it as if like like they're counting the eggs and they already have that championship roster already in the bag. Now it worked for the where it worked, right, was for the Patriots and, and, and they extended their window, but they had their guy at quarterback, right? And, and so it just worked. And they were able to go for like, you know, 18 years or something like that, 16 years. Where it failed was with the Warriors. Now, they had the championship roster. They had the Steph Curry. They had the Draymond Green. They had the Clay Thompson. They tried to bring in guys like Kumunga and, 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 then, and then Poole and then everybody else. But, but, and they thought they could go ahead and they could, they could run it out that way. But then when those players didn't develop, then that's where, that's where it kind of dropped. All, all kind of like Marvel with those several, several phases. Everybody's trying to work in this multi-phase kind of environment, like phase one. Here's our phase one. So right now, what I'm seeing with the 49ers is phase one, they think that by platooning the quarterback position, because I think that they know that they don't have the offensive line to protect the quarterbacks, right? If I were to go like, hey, Grant, $100 bet, whoever starts week one, even if they do a good job, if it looks good, feels good, is good, Offensive line will not be able to protect this quarterback for a full 18 weeks and then going into another when we're going when we're talking about in the playoffs, right? Because that's the big thing is everyone goes like, hey, the 49ers would have won with Brock Purdy. But I'm like, in my mind, let's say Brock Purdy in a perfect world state stayed injury free. They weren't able to protect Brock Purdy. They weren't able to protect Josh Johnson. We would have already been on our third string quarterback right there in that same game. So with our lack of investment on the offensive line, because last year our biggest thing was we felt bad as a fan base for not being able to have a Robin for uh, Nick Bosa. But we also, too, we felt bad that there was no Robin for Trent Williams. We were like, where, where is, where is that, that somebody to kind of help out Nick Bosa and the job they're doing? Because we were like, hey, it's Nick Bosa and then whoever else on the defensive line. Hey, it's Trent Williams, whoever else on the, on the offensive line. But they did everything, and they're so big on the trenches, but yet they don't do anything to protect these young quarterbacks. Now, we have three quarterbacks who are young, but what are we really doing to, to, to protect them? When Colin Kaepernick had, a, had an outstanding, one of the top offensive lines in football, he looked incredible. And, and the same thing you're seeing with Jay, uh, Jalen Hurts. Last point. When the Chiefs, the Chiefs, when they lost the Super Bowl, they're like, you know what? Maybe our star quarterback doesn't need that that all-pro, all-time wide receiver, but you know what he really needs? We need to protect him. Let's give him more stout offensive line. That'll help our running backs in the backfield to get that push or pressure up front. And also, too, they'll keep our quarterback a little bit more healthy so we're not having to deal with 
him having to get like an ankle injury. And then we're hoping to win a game in the playoffs, right? With uh, who was the backup quarterback that they had that kind of like helped them kind of bridge that gap? Chad, Chad Henney? Um, I'm not really I'm too lost. sure. I'm lost. I don't know. But but the thing was was that they they built it up from that way. But the but they didn't decide to ever kind of build that out on the offensive line. And and I'm just. I agree. They need to get that offensive line worked out. Gammon, thank you very much. I appreciate you for dressing up as well. Take care. <laughs> All right. That was one hell of a monologue. Barry, a baller 18. Hold on. Damon Dickerson says the Niners were clear that they were building culture first, hence all the overpaid vets early. It's true, man. They paid for that, that culture, right? Paying a lot of money for that culture. Barry, a baller 18, dog. Real G's move in silence like lasagna. That's true. Lil Wayne said that. I love Lil Wayne. Where's Where's Lil Wayne rank on your like? I mean, he's rankings. up there, man. He's got to be up there among the goats, especially yeah. of the two thousands. He could probably be the best of the two thousands. Yeah, I love Wayne. I would say, hey, hey, Grant, uh, let's talk about some positional battles, okay? And well, I'll start off with free safety. I'm not sure if you consider that a battle. You know, Tayshawn Gibson's got to be the leader in the clubhouse. Five interceptions last year. He played pretty good. I will say the few times he got He's a journeyman, though. The slot. And there's a DC, there's a new D coordinator. You don't know how what he wants to do with his safeties. I mean, all bets are off here. I don't know. It's, I think it's a competition. I think so too. And the yeah. way I kind of see it playing out, I feel like they're gonna give Tayshawn Gibson the nod early. But yes, you know, week two or week three, I think Wilkes is gonna make the transition to the rookie Jair Brown, who I see a lot of similarities with Talanoa Hufanga in terms of instincts, you know, uh, interceptions, his ability to time up snaps. Yeah. You know how Huff is so good at timing up snaps and getting yeah. into the backfield. I see a lot of that with Jair Brown. It almost feels like those two safeties are interchangeable. Like I wouldn't call either one a true free safety or a true strong safety, but they're both just interchangeable. Yep. I would agree. I would agree. And I think that's what he wants. I think he wants uh like Tashawn Gibson's really good at what he does. He's a ball hawk, but he doesn't he doesn't cover man to man. He no, doesn't blitz. No. He got I burned think, a few times. Yeah. I, you don't yeah. want you only want him in center field. So yeah. uh I think clearly Wilkes wants safeties he could do more with. He's a he's a DB guy. And he just got like one of the more versatile safeties in the draft. So I think probably, you know, the clock's ticking on the Tashawn Gibson era. He is a journeyman, really good player, but Dude, the guy who was married to you is now in Houston. So, and if he's your third safety, I think that's a it's a really good thing you know, with all that experience. Yeah. But why For don't sure. we flip it to right guard? Because okay. I'm not ready to just hand the job over to Spencer to Burford. Burford. Like, Agree, me neither. He you was show some. He he was okay last year. Like I at mean, best, they were, they were at best. I'm trying to be at nice. Best. I know he was a rookie, yeah. and I expect him to take another step. Or at yeah. least I'm hoping, but I, you can't assume it. You can't assume no. just because he was a rookie year two, he's going to get like, like we hope, like, like people hoped Am Ambry Thomas would take another step. He didn't get him out of here. Uh, we'll we'll yeah. talk corner in a sec, but I'm not an Ambry guy. But as far as yeah. I mean, they were platooning right guard, which doesn't happen very often. No. So it tells you they weren't, you know, head over heels, totally sold performance. PFF's no. great on, you know, PFF real low, but they, yeah. Burford graded really poorly. So, I mean, they bring in Feliciano. Like, how do you see that going? It's it's going to be Burford or you're going to have these guys battle it out? What do you think about right guard? Um, 
I mean, I think they're probably going to stick with Burford. Like, assuming Burford gets stronger and kind of remakes his body the way Aaron Banks is. Like, that's that's the ideal scenario here. If that doesn't happen and he's just the same guy, they could go with Feliciano or they do have these two undrafted free agents who are interesting. Jason Poe from last year yeah. and Joey Fisher from this year. Both of those guys are strong no Zikel, as hell. Huh? No Zakel mentioned. Zakel also. Zakel, that's the third guy. And he's really strong too. All three of those guys are really strong. And Burford to me, like, he's got length. He's got quickness. He's not strong. And he gets kind of bullied by D tackles. So give him a chance. If he's still getting bullied, like, the Niners do have other cheap options. Like, Feliciano's strong as hell. They have a Every other guy other than Burford is hella strong at right guard. So let's see. I think it's pretty clear what they want him to do. And if he can't do it, then someone else that's stronger than him is going to step up. Okay. Love it. Yeah, something to monitor. Yeah. Now, CB2. Demo played pretty well down the stretch. Like, I mean, I that this one probably isn't he a had his battle in my mind. Like, I, I think Demo's probably going to get the nod. Um, I mean, do you agree with that, or who do you, who do you think would challenge Demo for that spot? It ain't he'll probably get the honest. nod to your point. Like, he'll probably start week one, but will he keep it the whole year? Like, they're going to be trying to play press man coverage. D'Amico didn't really feel he could do that with Lenore, he felt he could do it with Mosley. And I think once. Ward became the nickel, and Lenore became the outside corner. They started playing a lot more off coverage, keeping things in front of him. Now, Wilkes is here. He already heard him say he wants to play press. That's why he brought in Isaiah Oliver. That's why they drafted Daryl Luter Jr. So, Lenore will get a shot, but if he can't do it, if he's getting kind of punked playing press man, I mean, they, they're they not married to him. He's a fifth-round pick. He had a good little stretch. They could put someone else in there like Darrell Luter Jr., Looter and I mean everyone for, is forgetting about Sam Womack. I like Womack. I thought he he, he made some plays last year. Obviously the preseason. It's just hard game, to play press man on the outside at five nine. It's hard. How how do you play press man at five nine on the outside against DK, who you play twice a year? That's you hard. know, I, to be honest, and I could be wrong. I'm not thinking they're playing a ton of this press man. Steve Wilkes primarily is a zone guy. Like I think they're they're giving this illusion, right? But in my opinion. They're going to be playing we'll a see. lot of zones, similar to D'Amico, similar to Sala. That's been, from what I've read, and that's Steve Wilson. Well, it could be like a down-by-down down thing. Like, on first and second down, they might play a lot of zone. On third down, they might be more of a rush five, play man. Yeah. And then also, yes, it could be it could also be like game plan dependent, depending on who you play. You could play zone all day against weaker teams, but if you're going against the Chiefs, it's like, all right, guys, we got to man up today. we got to take away. We can't just let Kelsey, like, frolic through our zones. You're like, no. We have to press him. We got to get hands on him. We got to try to make him throw to someone else. Otherwise, we're going to lose, guys. Like this, I don't know. That's I don't, You have to have the option. But I'm with you. Like They're probably going to play mostly zone, especially in the regular season, just so you don't give up big plays. Yeah. But, no, you're yeah. right. You know, third down blitz, you want to play man. And I've heard you mention yeah. that, and I agree yeah. with it. Now, yeah. tight end two. Tight end two. I've been wanting to upgrade this tight end two position for quite some time. Obviously, yeah. they take lot two. You know, they take Braden Willis late. Peace, Charlie Werner. Maybe peace. Uh, here. Maybe peace, Ross Dwelly. Although that's going to be, that's going to be, the, the Willis Dwelly is going to be an actual competition. I don't think Charlie Werner stands a chance against Latsu unless Latsu just drops every ball. That's the only way. Yeah. I told, I, I hit you in yeah. Twitter DM. Latsu's got, he's got a bit of the dropsies. I saw that. I saw Alabama. that. I meant to and, respond, but yeah, dude, he did it in, in uh, practice and it was like, man. You hate yeah. to see that because it's not a real game and it's like no one's touching you and you got to just concentrate basically. And I want to hype up Bray. I want to hype up Braden Willis because I've been watching Please. the Oklahoma tape. Grant, yeah. dude, 
Braden Willis, let me tell you about this guy. He's not the biggest, right? What, 6'3", 240, wherever he is. But he gives you everything he's got in his body as a blocker. Like every snap. Every snap. Well, I was watching a lot of... I was Sorry. watching a lot of tight end prospects. That was a position that I did evaluate, you know, pre-draft. And yeah. a lot of these tight ends, when they're blocking, like they're just kind of getting in the way. Like they're really yeah. not trying to move people. But Braden Willis, he gives you everything he's got. So yeah. I really like Braden. I, I mean, I think like if John were to hit me up and say, hey, baller, you know, we can only keep one of these tight ends we drafted, Latu or Braden. I'm saying, John, dude, Braden Willis is the real deal. 31 teams going to pay. Like he said. No, I like Willis. But again, to me, he's the Dwelly type. Like, Dwelly gives everything he can as a blocker, too. And he even plays some – like, when check is hurt, Dwelly's the fullback. Now, he's not built for it, but he gives everything he's got. It's just he doesn't have much to give. I think Willis has a lot more juice than Dwelly. He's faster. Yeah. He blocks better. Um, the question is, like, you know, do you have hands like Dwelly? Like, do you, uh, so far, from what I saw, yes. So, Dwelly, this is this is the biggest competition you've had in your life. Um Gonna see if the nine. I mean, maybe the Niners keep four tight ends because they just can't quit Ross Dwelly. And I get it; he's a hell of a player. He just doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't he make mistakes. Barely, he could barely get on the field last year. G. It's true. I feel like he it's was true. barely. Charlie Warner was completely non-existent. But even Dwelly, like he did. It's some because they. I mean, they don't throw to. They don't gone. throw to their backup tight ends. They, they, they. The backup tight ends are blockers on this team, and like he's a receiver. So that's again, like I want to know: what, what, is there really a role for Willis on this team? Because they just block with their tight end. They don't throw you, to anyone other than Kittle. Best. They don't this even throw to use check. Really good blocker. This they don't even should. throw to use check, and they pay him like seven million a year. Yeah, they should explain that. I don't have an answer for you. I mean, <laughs> he's a really good route runner. I, I, like, I, I like him too. Yeah, but know. last last two positions because I know you got some more callers. But yeah, the yeah. end opposite Bosa, right? I like what I heard about Steve Wilkes talking about Drake Jackson because he was the guy I want. You know, guys like yourself, the reporters in training camp saying. There's always a player that you guys hype up, like, hey, this guy changed his body. He's looking yoked mm. up. He's jacked this year. I wanted that to be Drake Jackson. And in Wilkes Presser, it sounded like that's it's what not. Drake's been doing. Oh, well, I don't I, know. I, thought, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he did. What did he say? Thing, the first thing Wilkes said about Drake Jackson is that when he watched the tape, he was inconsistent. But yeah. he thought he needed to get stronger. And he implied that he's been at the facility, like in the weight room a lot. So that was really good. But I'm my, not... my only thing with Drake is every time I've seen him, he's looked more like a D tackle than a DN to me. But I don't know what he looks like right now. I saw a picture. He looks yoked. But again, he looks big. He doesn't look like someone who's going to be like beaten. Well, I thought last year NFL offensive little... tackles around the edge. I thought last year, you know, I, not that I'm like a body analyst, but I thought he was carrying a little extra weight. I thought me he too. had a little extra something that he needed yeah. to turn. Like a tweener. Fat in the muscle. I agree. So We'll see. But the yeah. guy I wanted to touch on at the DN position, Austin Bryant. You know, I'm always mm. looking for that under-the-radar pass rusher, former third-round pick out of Clemson. And what I'm looking for opposite Bosa is that Leo, that speed rusher. I don't think they have it. I, right. I wouldn't call it Drake Jackson. It's no. definitely not clear. If it's anyone, it's Austin Bryant, right? It's Austin Bryant. You know, he's got some yeah. speed. I know he's dealt with some injuries, yeah. but the little the little highlights and a little bit of film I've watched, it was an intriguing signing. So monitor this. It's either him or Robert Beal. And I don't think it's going to be Robert Beal right away. Like, it's got a, a better chance to be Bryant. He's a project. Robert Beal, Robert Beal yeah. he's a toolsy project. So you're hoping Chris Kosira can coach up by year two or year three, in my opinion. But who knows? Yeah, Austin I, Bryant was a fourth-round pick who went to Clemson. He's got I some mean, tools. He's, he's got some. He does, right? Yeah. 
He's got some yeah. burst. So just let me know how he's looking during training I will. camp. And yeah. That's uh, that's a guy. I got LB3 here. I mean, real quick, who's who's the front runner? McCrary Ball. I think that's the guy going to be. Marcelino. Okay. I was thinking when they drafted D winners, it was going to be him. But then seeing him in person didn't really look like. I mean, I've seen Marcelino McCrary Ball. Like, he's ready. He's ready to go. And if he stays healthy. So, yeah, that, yeah, it's going to be McCurry Ball, I would, I would imagine. Like, right, for G. example, he was one of the guys, one of the second or third year guys that didn't have to go to rookie minicamp. Jason Poe had to go. Alfredo oh. Gutierrez had to go. Like, if, if you're one of those practice squad guys and they're like, hey, take the day off, that's a good sign. So, Marcelino, probably leader in the clubhouse for that one. Also, they're taking hella pictures and putting him on their website. You notice that? When they, like, do, like, oh, oh uh, off-season phase two. Like, look at who they take pictures of. There's at least three pictures of him, like, laying out for like they they're very impressed with marcelino you can that tell. stuff matters that stuff it does matters, I'll tell you it absolutely what, does look, they're impressed with him the, when the Niners were playing the chiefs in the super bowl before they before yeah. that like I, I wanted to get a jersey right i wanted to get yeah. that super bowl patch jersey and i was looking in the store there was no deforest buckner jersey they weren't uh -oh. selling it and i'm like yep. why the hell what's can't going I get on a deforest buckner? in my head yeah. i'm like He's not going nowhere. This is a no. blue chip premium player that the Niners drafted. So it's like I got a Bosa because that was, you know, the next one. I'm like, he's going to be here. That's what they wanted you to buy. That's what they wanted yeah, you but to But it was do. like, that's what I'm saying. So they'll kind yeah, of send true. out these little testers like, who, who are they putting on their social media? Whose jerseys yeah. can you actually buy? Like, yeah. Anyway, all right, AG, all right, hey, one of these days I'd be honored if you blessed my channel. We'll, yeah. we'll make it. I'll hit yeah, you of course. up. I'll hit you I, up, absolutely let's do it you're i'm in all right man let's i'll talk all to right, you soon later, later all right later we got dennis mccray bx niner for life suchin and marcus and then we're done that's the show dennis sup how you doing man man just tapping in right quick you know gotta get my yeah. little spiel in there um uh, give me your spiel you know bro I, I think the whole thing to be honest with you we would have been won a championship um already but i think the whole the reason what it boils down to is just uh kyle in my honest opinion yeah. in my honest opinion it's kyle like if you think about it like okay like you were saying we could have got Mariota, right better than right. sam darnold right yeah. we we could have got brady right but he said yeah. nah i'm cool i'm cool yeah. we're gonna no nah, we're gonna stick with jimmy you feel me yeah over the guy that got all the freaking championships in the world no nah, yeah. i'll pass we'll, we'll stay with we'll stay with you got stafford but he's like no i want to get this rookie who i'm not going to play for a while like okay right okay. we could have okay. got we okay. could have we could have made a play for rogers you know what i mean yeah nah, oh yeah I'm cool but no his nah, his cool. defensive coordinator his former d coordinator got him in uh, in new york right right now nah, i'm cool I don't watch robert Sala win a super bowl before kyle shanahan wouldn't that be the living in for real, for real. Oh, yeah. we could have, we could have, we could have, just like we made a play and you know, do all. Didn't want Lamar Jackson. I'm just getting, I'm just getting here, just like we. Sorry, man. I'm, I'm thinking, I'm right, I'm right there with you, dude. I'm right there with you. Yeah, man. Like, oh, we're good. We like our quarterback room. Nah, you feel me? Like, we're nah, convicted. I don't, want, I don't want none of them dudes. I don't want none of them dudes. You feel me? Uh huh. I don't want none of them dudes. Yeah. Um, I think didn't actually, want Mahomes. I think Trey didn't want Mah pass him Mahomes. Come on, bro. Mah it's not, not our style. Right. Doesn't fit what we want to do. Like I don't want. Yeah. No great quarterback. You know. No, I mean? we I'm just cool. like backups here. Yeah. We're looking for the uh, next Brian Greasy. Basically, might have found him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Trey. To be honest with you, I think Trey is good enough to get it done. But you got to give him that shot, man. You got to let him get out there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys. This is crazy. I I think so there. too. But to me, it's like maybe when he's twenty five. 
Yeah, I don't like so like let's just, say, let's just say hypothetically, let's just say hypothetically that you know Purdy doesn't play this season or whatever, and right. he's trade the whole season. Okay, yeah, I think he's gonna have a great season. I don't think he'll win the Me Super too. Bowl, but I think he'll have a great season. And then the following year is when everything sure. will click. Will click sure, sure, but him. again, that's two timelines, right? Like, there's the quarterback yeah. timeline where like in two yeah. or three years they might be ready, but then the team mm -hmm. timeline where it's like Trent Williams thirty five, Armstead's thirty, hey, Hargrave's thirty, like, and they keep saying mm -hmm. we're like this is our year. Like, is it? Is it really? Is it really? Because it's and such so, a quarterback-driven league, and that's why this team is strange, because you could argue like it's the best team in the league if quarterbacks didn't matter, but they yeah, do. Right. They really, really, and, really, really do, and they have no plan. And it, the whole thing is, the, the, even, the reason why it's even more so, Kyle, is just because of it seemed like he doesn't learn from his past mistakes. No. You know what I mean? Like, no. you're running the ball great. Why would you stop running the ball and start throwing the ball? You know, he has an excuse and, with the Falcons and Tom Brady, right? Same yeah. thing with yeah. the Chiefs in the Super in the Super Bowl. Same thing, right? Yeah. You got Brock Purdy. Yeah, he's doing his thing out there, but like, don't put it all on his shoulders. Run the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why would yeah. you block an All-Pro uh, rusher uh, that's rushing the quarterback with a third-string tight end? That's stupid yeah. to me. That's yeah. dumb. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's not learning from his mistakes. I think he's a great play caller play designer whatever you know you want to say but as yeah. far as but not a great coach, leader yeah because a, a leader learns from his mistakes and makes sure they don't repeat him right oh for the i'm good up 28 yeah. to three you know what let me not uh run the ball i'm yeah, up yeah. uh 20 to 10 um you know what let yeah. me not uh throw the ball let me not yeah. put the ball in the guy's hand who's not clutch at all yeah you know, the guy already realized i don't trust yeah yeah. Oh, but let me give him That's the ball. Kyle. Let, let, let me let him bring it home. I know. You know it, I mean? it all goes back to Kyle. You talk about the quarterback thing. It all goes back to Kyle. Kyle, you know? bro. He doesn't know what he wants. He doesn't know who he wants. Yeah. And who you don't pick. It's, it's Kyle. Yep. You, you you said, like you said all the time, you built this team. You set the team up the way you wanted. You picked the guys you wanted, this, that, and the other. And it's all coming Look, back. He's the he, he, he values the running back position. He values the wide receiver position. He values the tight end position. He values the D-line position. Linebackers. He's big on linebackers. He, he traded up for a safety this year. He does not mm -hmm. value the quarterback position, which is why he doesn't invest heavily in the offensive line position. Man, He look, just doesn't I'm, value I'm, it, which is I wild. So. Like, what league are you coaching in, dog? Bro, this is a quarterback-driven league and has been so since 1981. What are you doing? Hey, if, if Sorry. The, the last year's NFC Championship game didn't show you that uh, the quarterback is very important, I don't know what I don't know what no. what will you know what I mean. No. But the last thing that I wanted to say is, we're built. We're definitely built to win right now. Definitely built to win right now. But the yep. only way that that could happen is if we had a quarterback like Brady or Rogers up. that could that that could tell Kyle like, "Yo, bro, shut shut up, bro. No, we're not doing yeah. that, bro. We're doing." Hey, this. Kyle, you know you've never mean? won a Super Bowl. I'll take it from here, okay? Right, right. Uh huh. No, I'll take bro. it from here. No, yeah. that's not how it's done, dude. Right. You're doing it again. You're doing that thing where you blow it at the end. I'll take it from here, dude. I got it. Right, right. You're yeah. right. It'll be Dennis, a scenario where definitely. it'll be a scenario where he calls a play and the quarterback's on the field, like, yeah, bro, fuck that. We're not doing no. that. We're doing this. We don't do that. Yeah. All right, bro. All right, man. Good Great to see you, yeah. Dennis. That was a good call. BX Niner for life. What's up, Brent? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm all right. Um, a couple of things. One of them is the our record for the season. Mm -hmm. I think you put us out there, what, 11 10, and 7. 10 and 7. 11 and 6 is fair. 11 and 6 would be fair. I'm not even going that high. 
Okay. I'm thinking eight and nine. Okay. Past few years, we started out really slow. Yep. I don't care what this new season is going to bring. I don't care the roster that we have. There's no confidence in our quarterback position. We're going to start good. off slow again. And you're not going to come probably... out of that tailspin if there's no confidence in the. Yeah, I'm with you. No, no, that, no that, confidence that, whatsoever. Because yep. that's what happened in 2020, right? They started slow. Mm -hmm. Jimmy was hurt. They had no confidence that they were going to come out of it with Nick Mullins. Like, they're like, oh, no. we're screwed. And if you think yeah. you're screwed, you're screwed. Extremely. Yep. Yep, and because extremely. and they ain't gonna have a they're not gonna have a quarterback to come out and say hey guys get your head out your asses and let's go we got this I mean Purdy might be able that. to do that but I don't think he's gonna be there I don't think he's Trake, gonna play this yeah. season I don't, I don't think he's gonna play just like uh what was it Cameron he was saying he's gonna come back he's gonna be ready or that uh, not Cameron Chubby the dude yeah, yeah driving he was saying Purdy's gonna come back yeah Tender he'll be back to ready to throw yeah. and everything. Yeah, I understand his fatigue. I I'm, I went through shoulder surgery. I'm still working yeah. on it, and I'm already yeah. on twelve weeks. It's gonna take a while. I, I remember. I remember last year. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. He took all off season to throw, and even during the season, he was like, "Yeah, I'm not really 100 percent back. Like, I don't want to make excuses. Like, it's gonna be an issue all year. He's not gonna get there. He's gonna be always trying. He'll be 100 percent next year. Yeah, and he's he's even stated he's not sure if he's gonna play this season. Yeah, that's right. So that's you right. can't count yeah. on Purdy at all. No, and not at all. I don't care what the doctors say or anything. It's what the kid can do when he comes back. Yeah, yep. he's not going to be able to. It's just like mental hurdles too. There's mental it's hurdles mental, too. You could tell him then, he's fine. Yeah, the the minute he gets hit out in the field and he feels that sting in his arm, he's done. He's shut down. He's going to yep. be like Roethlisberger or yep. Rogers when Rogers is hit hard, and next thing you know, he shuts down and he starts throwing erratically. Yep. You know, so I'm putting us at about eight and nine. That's fair. For the season. I don't think they're going to make it anywhere. And then on top of that, we don't have an offensive line. Yeah. You can't rely on Trent Williams to do everything. No. Even though they shift them from outside, inside, they pull them to do different things. I mean, brands. legitimately, the offensive line got worse this offseason. Let's just be clear. Like, it did. They, I agree. They got rid of McGlinchey and replaced him with his backup and got rid of Daniel Brunskill, who's actually better than Spencer Rifford. Agree. Agree. That's and wild. What, How did you do go, that? Uh huh. And then they bring in a veteran who played what? I think. What was it? Twelve career who, Feliciano? games. Feliciano. Yeah, Feliciano. He's he, he was a backup. He was a center not, last year. He was a center, but last he wasn't year. a starter. Starter. He was. He was a starter. He was a starter. He was a starting center for the Giants last year. But he's like in his thirties, and he. I don't know. I mean, he's a he's a journeyman. The Giants. Wait, where you gonna anymore. and you're gonna try to throw him into right? I'm on a one year deal. I'd rather have Brunskill. Brunskill got a multi-year deal with the Titans, and he's younger. And I'm sure th they would have offered these guys a couple of mil less from what they were, what they got offered, and they would have stayed yeah. because it's the culture that they have there with the camaraderie with the players and the team. Yeah. You throw them a couple of more dollars more from what they're getting paid now, they would have stayed an extra year. Yeah. Because they want they they're gonna feel like we got the opportunity to win. We yeah. got an opportunity to get that ring. And that's a problem. Everybody's talking about, oh, yeah, we got a win-now team. That's fine. You can have a win-now team. But they're not winning anything because you don't have the key component. I don't think you do. You don't, don't have Yeah, that. I'm with you. I mean, to There's me, like a win-now team. Yeah, don't tell me about your team, man. Tell me about your quarterback. Exactly. Tell me about your quarterback. That's one. You got a team? Great. If you don't have the quarterback, all I, all I know is that you're wasting it. You're wasting exactly. whatever window you could have had. You don't have a and, window.
the other component is a coach who's confident in his play, in his game plan. Yeah. How many times has Kyle done shut things down from what was working? Yep. Yep. And kill it. He shoots himself in the foot. He does. He does. You know, and then on top of that, our defense is not going to start out like it normally does. No. We got a new defensive coordinator. His whole mindset is on the backfield. It's not on the line. He's a DB coach, so he's focusing. Mm-hmm. What 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 did they draft? Safeties, corners, mm-hmm. you know, th- whatever they got for the line was undrafted. Maybe a draft on the seventh round, I believe. So our defense is not going to be as a. We got elite players, but it's probably not going to gel right away. So to start out five and zero, I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. They're going to go into the bye week under five hundred. Okay. And that's, they're probably going to end up, what? That's saying they're three and five? Because their bye week is what, week eight, week nine? Mm -hmm. They're right in the middle of the season. They're not going to start out as strong as they do. And I'm a a Niners fan. I've been a fan since the 80s. And with what we have, we should be top. We should be up there with the Chiefs and the Bills and yeah. the Eagles. Yeah, We're not. I have well, a feeling It'll that be interesting to see what happens with the Lions and the Niners this year because the Lions don't have the Niners defense, but the Lions have a quarterback and a offensive line. Yeah, And I have a feeling that yeah. in our division, yeah. we're going to be second yeah. to Seattle. I yeah, I agree. Why? Because Seattle has confidence in their quarterback. They do. And they're building an offensive line. It's a little young, though, but it's, it's, they've actually put a bunch of draft capital into it. But I got to take that, more calls. This show's wrapping year. up. They All did. Right, man. They did. All right, man. Good stuff. Sachin, what's up? What's up, Grant? How's it going? I'm good, man. How are you? Good to see you again. I'm good. So I was the other night, I was deep down the Grant, hole, uh, Grant Cohen YouTube hole. And I was okay. watching the instant reaction to the Niners loss against Denver for whatever Uh-oh. reason. That was bed. fun. That was fun. And then I, I went back day. and watched the game highlights, the Jimmy Garoppolo pick six safety crazy oh, yeah. so anyways the start of the reaction you were talking about how all along this should have been trey lance playing in this game and it's a shame that we have to watch jimmy garoppolo and that was the yeah. first point you said and then you went Did i mentioned about brock yeah you said you said uh forget about trey lance even brock purdy has more promise he should be playing in this game he's more mobile he's quicker yeah. he wouldn't have ran out the back of the end zone and then i got something and then, right and then you said Forget about Brock Purdy for a second. Is there someone more gifted and younger who's available, like Sam Darnold? And I was ah! like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. It's our quarterback room now. Yes. There, Kyle was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Grant's right. Grant's right. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Damn. Wow. Poor Jimmy. I can't. That was the worst I that. think he's ever played. That game was so bad. Yeah, and you're saying that like that was worse than the Tennessee game, which was everyone thought was the worst game ever. The leave him in Tennessee. Yeah, those were two. Those were two bad ones. I, I can't believe that now our quarterback room is those three guys. What I just suggest hilarious. Should be I'm so sorry, man. God, quality control. Uh, yeah. is, I got to take this seriously, man. It has serious repercussions when you put these things out in the ether. Yikes. But yeah, that's all anyway. I really want to say because it was the most hilarious thing I've ever that's seen. That's so funny. Dude. I got to go back and watch that and put that on Twitter. And be like, and, and I it was personally apologize. First, first seven minutes. 
of it. Wow, I was so on you fire. were just on a on an absolute Damn. rant. <laughs> and, and, I say my best funny, for losses like that, man. Damn. The funny thing is, is you you were like filming it off your phone and your AirPods, and it's like oh, the right. worst quality I've ever heard. Yeah, in any of your oh, videos. Man, that's too bad. <laughs> That's but too it bad. was a it was a very passionate rant. Uh, rant. Well, thank you. And I mean, it was, like, it was at like midnight, right? It was a, it was a night game. Yeah. Sunday no, it wasn't fall. at midnight. It was like midnight East Coast. I remember Jason kept calling me. He's like, "Are you gonna do the show? You can do the show." I'm like, dude, go to bed. <laughs> good stuff, dude. The East Coast people think they run the world, eh? It's like go to bed. You'll catch it in the morning. It's all right. Oh, I know. Good to see yeah. you. Man. That's all I gotta say, man. Grant, take oh, care. Man. Thanks for calling me. Right, good, good to see you later, Marcus. And then Niner Empire DMV, and then that's the end of the show. Marcus. What to do, Grant? What to do? How you doing? Happy Saturday. Good, man. Happy Saturday. I want to shout out all the callers on this on this call. I think it was a great show. BX 49ers kind of down, <laughs> Debbie Downer towards the end there, but we'll, we'll, we'll pick up. Hey, hey that's you know? a New Yorker for you. you Got to <laughs> look at it. Got to look at the truth. Or New Yorker for you. There you go. There you go. Anyway. That's Brooklyn, though. Okay. You know, it's New York. Um, yeah. So where do I, where to begin? Um, I don't know. I think I think I'm always optimistic going into the season. Uh, I've been a season ticket holder since 2010. Um, I've loved watching this team, especially this new regime. It's been frustrating at times. I think one of the callers are somebody mentioned like anxiety throughout the Jimmy Garoppolo era, and and that really resonated with me because I was like, yeah, that is exactly how you. <laughs> Sum up that area. Yeah. Close game. Yeah. The oh, longer no. he would hold the ball in the pocket, Ooh. the more his anxiety would grow, the more your anxiety would grow. Yeah. It was like, oh my God. Insane. Um, but I'm super excited. I think some most people are missing the boat on the vision, what I think is gonna go down this season. Um, I got that I want to talk about it, and I got a couple questions, and then I got uh, a, a missing link or a secret link what I think is gonna gonna happen this year. All right, uh, let's try to keep it to like five minutes though, because I gotta uh, wrap up the show. My wife is like, uh, hit uh, me. We're good. We got stuff to do. Yes, we're getting bigger. All right. I think people are missing that boat. Hopefully, there's no regression here. Um, but bigger. Yes, Williams three twenty five, Banks three twenty five, Feliciano starting at center three twenty five, Burford three twenty. And I, I think the missing link maybe Jalen Moore starting at right tackle at three fifteen, and that's that leads me into my list, missing link that nobody's talking about, which is Anthony Lynn, and him being a, a coach on this team and and really running a power football scheme mixed up with with our our zone scheme as well. So um, hmm. offensive line is getting bigger, and if we yeah, I'm curious to see what they do with Pryor and uh, Feliciano. Those guys are definitely not. The typical, like, smaller right side of the offensive line guys that the Niners usually have. So yeah. You're interested to see what happens there. What's up with that? Play multiple positions um, as backups or good yeah. back, back, solid backups. That's if more actually starts. But, um, yeah, I, I think Anthony Lynn is definitely the missing link. Um, I'm excited to see what Wilkes brings to this defense as far as, far as blitzing and, and and what type of coverage he brings on. I think nine and eight is crazy. I got the team going 12 and five. I think it's a tough schedule. Travel, a lot of yeah. back-to-back on the East Coast. But I think this first stretch is key. I think the first game is key, obviously, getting that win in Pittsburgh and then moving on to Levi South. Um, and then we got Arizona in the first five. We got, you know, we've owned the Cowboys the last couple of years. So I'm pretty optimistic about the start of the schedule. I think the hardest part is obviously that that uh, Seahawks, Eagles, Seahawks stretch. Uh, that'll be yeah. key. 
especially for the number one seed. I got two questions for you, then I'm out. Uh, sure. What position groups are you most interested in covering at OTAs coming up? Um, tight end? Uh, not, not yet. Okay. Offensive line? Although I don't really, I mean, I'm corner, quarterback, tight end. Is it going to be interesting? Obviously quarterback, but I'm curious to see about those corners. I want to see what Luter looks like against the, you know, Ayuk or Danny Gray. Those one, I love the one-on-one matchups. Nice, nice. And what, fine. what two players on both sides of the ball? Two offense, two defense. And I'm out. Uh, damn. Um, Debo. Debo is the, he's the X factor. Are you going to be the best player on the team? Are you going to be the are you, are you a running back? Are you a wide receiver? Uh, Debo, Elijah Mitchell. Are you going to constantly be hurt? Or are you going to be the man? Because he's so good. And then on defense, Jair hmm. Brown. Like, are you going to search yourself? And Drake Jackson. Those two. Drake Jackson. I like that. Grant, right. I'm out. Have a good rest of your Thank weekend. Thank you, Marcus. Good to see you, man. Thanks. Have a good one. That was great. Real quick, Niners rule, 50 bucks. Is 50 bucks enough for a lap dance, Grant? No, absolutely. Are you kidding? Lap dance is at least 120, and I don't do that anymore, okay? Those days are behind me, all right? Look, you got to do what you got to do to get through college, okay? And I don't want to talk about it, but those days are behind me. Niners rule, thank you very much. <laughs> Niner Empire DMV, what's up? Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> that was random. I don't know where that came from. That was very random. Um, that was right. okay. Uh, you got the last call of the show. I, I will not interrupt you. You take it away. Okay. Uh, I'm glad that Trey Lance is getting some good exposure this week with with them talking about how he's changed his throwing mechanics and stuff like that. About time. Uh, about time. Um, about I just, time. He just needs encouragement. I just need the fan base to just Sam Darnold's getting it right. Everyone's yeah, patting like, Sam Darnold on the back like, hey, don't be. It's okay that you sucked for five years. We like you. Like. How about Trey? Oh, yeah. Sorry, I said I wouldn't. Uh, but I, I agree with you. I just yeah. don't understand, like, why so many people don't like this boy. Like, I mean, Trey Lance just needs time to really get. Yeah, is he, is he arrogant? Is he aloof? Is he uncoachable? It's like, no, like, he's so earnest. He tries so hard. He wants everyone to like him. Like, what is so wrong with that? I think you he know? might need to just take just take a man in the offense. In OTAs, yeah. I really want to see him take control of the offense, really solidify himself, and let people know that, yes, I am going to be the starting quarterback of this team. I think mm-hmm. once he gets to that point, with the encouragement he got this week, with mm-hmm. people like Patrick Mahomes backing him, mm-hmm. it's no shot of a doubt that you can't root for the boy to want to succeed. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he succeeds, just think about the offense with a Christian McCaffrey, a Kittle, yeah. a Debo, a Uke, <laughs> a Juan Jennings, the, the possibilities are unlimited. And all you, you can't have to do, do now, exactly. And all you have to do now is solidify the offensive line. See right. what you have. If you really yeah. think this offensive line that you're putting together on the right side can be dominant, with a dominant offensive line and with those weapons on offense, the possibility is endless for your record. Yeah, I'm absolutely. not. I'm not predicting no record because we have to see how this offensive line jams. And with the defensive coordinator, real quick, that we got, the Niners can make real quick. The Niners can make quarterbacks look good, but they can't keep them healthy. You got to do both. Exactly. The weapons are great. The so, defense and, and is that, great. You got. You can't keep them healthy. If you could do both, you'd win the Super Bowl. Because look at most of the teams that make it to the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship that win, that go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. They kept their quarterback standing up. They yeah. didn't have an issue the with key. their quarterback all season not staying healthy. 
So they weren't we trying to win the Super Lance Bowl with their backup quarterback. Exactly. So no. if you keep your quarterback healthy with yeah. a strong offensive line, yeah. with, you already got good run game, good passing game. Your yeah. defensive coordinator is building is helping you build up your DBs, which we always said was, was good but not great. Right. So you yep. you you are answering all of the anomalies that you had right. that was holding you back. Except even though deep and defensive line you've invested almost seven yep. goddamn years in. So right. you should never have an issue with defense. You got the best D line coach. Right you got the best linebackers, the best linebacker coach. You got the best DB coach. You got a great O line coach. You don't give them anything to work with. Exactly. We have to think positive. Like with this situation, if fans think positive and we really look at the bigger picture of Trey Lance getting reps underneath his belt, he can be dominant. No like I, I look forward to seeing him play in preseason and look forward to him going through his OTAs and training camp because yeah. I want to see how Kyle is really going to connect with Trey and give yeah. Trey the confidence that he needs. I get Sam Donald is a veteran, but he sees ghosts. I don't care what I'm yes. saying. I can't trust a person to see ghosts in the in the under center. I just can't. No, I can't trust it. Nope. I mean, if that's the case, call the ghost. You, you, you cannot trust Sam Donald as a quarterback. You can't. He can't trust himself. He turns the ball over too much. Yeah, he does. And it's and it's and it's to the point now is just he is going to be a plug and play type guy if if we have any injury issues. And Brock Purdy on that situation, let Brock Purdy get healthy. Let him help get healthy the way he can play hundred percent. Don't if he's as good as you say he is, let him get healthy, guys. He's your future. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah. we'll see. Are you going to be coming to the New Year's Eve uh, game this year? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. We we'll get. Uh, I'm gonna get. We'll a, a I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna get a Nine Empire DMV jacket and a hat made for you. So. Oh, that'd be cool, man. Let's go out. Uh, let's meet up on Saturday. We'll, 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 I'll let people know where I'm at Saturday night. Okay. We'll do something. Okay. All right, man. All right. Good to see. All right. You. All right. Peace. He's a good caller. Um, that was it. Thanks for watching. Thanks for letting me get out of here on time. It's time to go to the gym and lift weights. That's right, baby. Thanks for giving me the fifty dollar. Uh, I'll put it back on the screen real quick. Is 50 bucks enough for a lap dance grants? Hell no. Okay. When I make it clap, that's at least 157. Okay. I really quite good at it. So thank you, but no thanks. You better come correct next time. Have a good one, everyone. I'll be back.